Welcome to Simulating ASES. This is Rachel Hoffman in the middle school's dim zone. <laughs> and Cindy Colwell in the lower school in early learning um, Oasis 4D Tinker Lab. And this is Patty Mabry from the Center for Innovation in the Upper School. And this month we are going to be talking to you about tinkering. So Yay, tinkering, tinkering. What does it mean? What do, what does it look like? And then we'll get into later um, what it looks like specifically in each of our spaces. But right today, well, what is tinkering? When when I, I think of tinkering, I think of tinker toys actually uh-huh. for when Absolutely. I was growing up but just dumping out a bunch of Legos in front of kids and just seeing what they come up with and yeah. without giving them well, maybe I, I might say make some kind of um, architecture or make some something um, or try to solve a problem or whatever but for the most part I just let them let them go mm-hmm. um, and uh, in the upper school that's what a lot of my students are, are really and they'll claim themselves as tinkerers and they eventually move into fabricating Designing and yeah, and all of that. But they typically mm-hmm. start with tinkering. But I think tinkering is like the first steps. I think to being an engineer, to being a maker, because you gotta have that time to play and explore and, and see what works and what doesn't work. Solve things by yourself. And what happens when I put this onto this, or when this gets put here, and or if I take this off, what happens? I mean, I think that's just a natural step of learning. So. I think you have to have that tinkering in there in order to get your kids to that next step of actually developing and engineering and those kind of things on their own. I was thinking about our presentation the other day Mm -hmm. for the teachers and your pill bottles and how the kids were learning about center balance and other things. Instead of saying today, guys, we're going to talk about how to make things balanced Mm -hmm. and giving them an, okay, you got to make sure this is in the center. If it's not in the center, it's going to fall over. We let them figure things out on their own. And as they're going through it, um, ask them questions. Well, why did that fall over? What do you think? And letting them kind of solve it on their own. So what she's talking about is like in the preschool world where I work with three-year-olds, giving them just random things to just today we're just going to see how tall we can stack things and as they're stacking if it falls down well what caused it to fall down and letting them discover oh it's because I put the big one on top and the (laughs) big one doesn't need to go on top it needs to go on the bottom and did you get them on there slow and steady and make sure it's straight no oh well could that have made a difference well let's try and let them try it again over and over so Again, it's just that having to learn through play and experience that they need. So to me, that's tinkering. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I think you tinker in every other aspect of our STEM world. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you, we make it so far in coding and I'm like, okay, now I want you to figure out how to code this light box to light up and I don't even care what it lights up with, but I just want you to figure and I don't give them any of the lines of code and they have to figure it out on their own. And, mm-hmm. and it's just that process of trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing mm-hmm. without a specific designer plan. Right. Right. And right. that trial and error mm-hmm. is a big part of tinkering. They learn mm-hmm. on their own kind of in a safe way of how to try something and it falls apart, it fails and then redo because it's when it's in a, in an environment where it's just play or kind of just figuring it out, there's not that pressure yet mm-hmm. of got to do this, got to do this. And so they don't feel so bad when it fails. So kind of help to help build that maker mindset. You got to mm-hmm. have a, 
a little tinker. And I mean, I think tinkering goes on in every aspect of our life, whether you're trying to cook something in the kitchen. Because I know, I don't know about you, but I remember I'm my grandmother, in the kitchen. when you would find your old grandmother's recipes and you're like, it just says a pinch of this. Well, a how much is a pinch? A scotch of this. So yeah, you're like, well, what does that mean? Because grandmothers didn't use measuring cups. They just knew how much it was when they dumped it in. But if I'm trying to replicate a recipe... You got to sit. I think of that episode of Friends. Remember that episode of Friends and Monica's With trying Monica. to figure out Phoebe's grandmother's Nesle Tolos recipe. <laughs> and she makes all these and she keeps throwing in different, try this. And does this right? And Phoebe's like, no, that's not quite it. And then they keep, and she mm-hmm. keeps going and keeps trying. And Monica finally is like, I think I've got it. You know, she was tinkering. She was just a little of this, a splash mm-hmm. of that. What does it taste like? I mean, there's yeah, a little bit expensive. of that. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. expensive. But, I mean, that's just tinkering or working on cars or, like I said, electronics and coding. It's all just kind of a little bit of learn through play. Mm-hmm. In my space, I say a lot of take it apart and figure out how it yeah. works. Like they want to they want to be tinkering right. or whatever, and that's what they chose. I said, so really what you're going to try to do is you're going to try to take something that works mm-hmm. apart and see how it works mm-hmm. and if you can innovate it from there. Yep. And just see what happens. Having right. those old electronics and letting them pull it mm-hmm. apart and yep. figure out how they work. Because yep. there's a beautiful Venn diagram <laughs> with tinkering, engineering, and fabrication. Just all how they all working together. Overlap. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. I was just thinking from a teaching perspective for upper school, how would taking your project for uh, your early learning mm-hmm. as if we were to take that same project and, and, and do it in lower school and then do it in middle school and then do it in upper school. Like, how could that look? Because um, I was thinking about foundations just mm-hmm. now because I was, you know, listening, but mm-hmm. ADD. Yeah, moment, right. You yeah, know what I mean? And I was thinking, like, yeah, there's so much that uh, the kids just don't get because they learn that balance on a solid surface. But then mm-hmm. when you're dealing with, if it's not bedrock that they're mm-hmm. they're building on and whatever, how do they learn about center balance and what's required and how to handle certain situations? Uh, just giving like a, a, a tinkering idea of mm-hmm. it. I'm not expecting them to be able to do a civil engineering class <laughs> right now. You yeah. know, that would come later if that was their interest where they actually calculate what they I would think need to it do goes to what I for think, footers or whatever like rachel's talked about in past episodes of those kind of those quick minute easy challenges mm-hmm. so if you have a day right. that they finished a project and before you're ready to move on to another it could just be guys i got a quick challenge for you here's this little pedestal and here's a bunch of junk oh, that would work you know just a bunch of junk bunch of mm-hmm. random bits and but things and say could, i need you rock. to yeah, in the 15 minutes, and you just try to build something as tall as you can, you know, like that, to see how tall it can be before it falls over, something like that. Right, so. that's a good idea. Just not not just not giving them a stable surface. I was yeah. thinking about the sinking of, over in California with mm-hmm. the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Venice. Uh, Venice is mm-hmm. constantly oh, sinking man. and a leaning tower and all that stuff. And like, right. But... but Oh, that's tinkering. That's yeah. my definition of tinkering is kind yeah. of playing, exploring. And outside of STEM, again, it, uh, tinkering can be used in any classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do it. I mean, it's done in math all the time. You, yeah, you put down counting when you're learning to count right. or learning basic addition. 
teacher doesn't come and just give the answers to everything. I so hope the kids, not. we don't. <laughs> so you, they have to solve it and figure it out right. by rolling. Okay, mm-hmm. what happens when I put this many on this side of the scale, and then I want to put on this or something, right. and, or I don't know. So it's a little bit in everything. So yeah. that's tinkering mm-hmm. in my definition. That's all I think of. It's like a little hammer. I think of um, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, the old original with Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Is the little guy pushing the cart. Remember the tinker? He talks uh about he ran into the tinker or whatever when he was standing outside. That's always what I think of. But my brain goes to movies and TV shows. I have not even put that together, but you're right. Yeah, that guy. He talks about he's standing outside the the factory, and this guy pulls up with his little cart with all the little hanging things, and then he runs home and tells Grandpa Joe because there's like a talk to a tinker. Or something. That's oh. just where my brain goes. Did I tell to you guys? I feel like speaking of Willy Wonka, I feel like Willy Wonka sometimes. Like because the kids come to the classroom and they're like, yeah, let's do our projects. Ah, make a mess. I don't care. In the Woo! world of pure imagination. And then, yeah. And then when they make a mistake, I let them float away. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever, uh, the chocolate shoot. Yeah. And then when they leave, I am. I've got my head in my hands. I've got my pencil, and I'm doing my grades as fast as possible. And they come in and try to talk to me, and I'm like, no, go. I I think I am low-key Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put you in a purple blazer and a top hat. Uh, i got to work on my my rollout. (laughs) You're you're tuck and roll and you're cane walking. It's not very good. i got to work on it. Oh, that's that's again. That's where my brain goes for tinkering. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> because I guess a tinker in that period of time had to be like a little minor expert on everything. Because that right. would be something you brought something to, and like my watch doesn't work, or my this and that something, or just a mind that could. Figure my shoe out. fell apart. Yeah, I don't know somebody that could just sit yeah. and solve the problem and, and just it, figure out. Tinkering goes back to that growth mindset that we keep coming back mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. You just, just gotta try. be, yeah. You just gotta try. You gotta try, and just you're gonna mess gotta up. Try. It's okay. Try again, but yeah. Anyway, so that is our world of of tinkering. Yep. Really short one, guys. I, we just wanted to explain to you what um, tinkering was. Um, mm-hmm. We'll so. give you in the next couple of weeks a look into what it looks like specific in their different divisions in our different divisions um so um listen more for that i think think, that's it yeah are we good short and easy short and sweet today guys (laughs) all right thank you for listening Bye. Bye. bye